Yes, people. Welcome to the Property Strategies Podcast. It's Kenny here. Goats in the building. How you guys doing? I'm sweet. Sweet like honey, intelligent, but I'm kind of funny. Wow. 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 Where'd that so, come from? I don't know where that came from. I don't, I don't know, know where from. that came from. Sorry, right. right. sorry, man. Yeah. I'm excited tonight, man. So now, what time is it? <sighs> it's midnight. It's late night in the studio, man. Come alive. Like nice. I don't know. Recording the tracker there, bro. Yeah, yeah. what is it? How's that sounding? Boy, you don't have to, don't have to wait in it. You don't have to wait in it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man, thanks for coming back again and listening to our podcast. Um, today we've got a special episode for you, yeah. one that everyone's been asking for. Yeah. Um, we've been getting a lot of questions and DMs. Um, we've got a Q&A section, session for you today, so we're going to be answering a few of your questions that you've been asking us, um, and hopefully we can get through all of them. Um, actually, we might have to do a part two if you can't get through I think, them. I mean, I think we'll have a part two. We had quite a few questions coming, so we'll probably do a bit now um, and then come back for another episode to, to finish off. Yeah, but prior to that anyway, just to, like we always try to do, yeah. update on um, how you're getting on, how was your day, how was your week? You got to do this? Okay. Yeah, mate, you know. Yeah, no, it's good, it's good. I mean, How's it all going? In, in regards to the podcast, sometimes we don't even think we, speak about the podcast and stuff how much mm. progress you're making with that mm. really mm. good man like obviously I know I mentioned in the last episode that you know I did the webinar um, yes yeah I had like about six seven people jump on the call went through mm. sourcing we're doing some training so yeah it's good everyone's where were they from by the way like, all over the UK you know some people came from like um, Portsmouth Bristol wow shout out Derby 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 Manchester, Liverpool. So just different people from different areas. They're all really cool people, really nice mm. people. So yeah, I'm really. And that was the specific sourcing, specific podcast. Yeah, so sourcing. We're starting off with rent to rent sourcing, and then we're building up to do other other sort of strategies. But at the moment, yeah, it's just rent to rent, still sourcing, uh, which is really good. And yeah, man. Shout out to people, man. I had conversations with so many different people, mm. and not to mention it specifically, but people have just said, you know how much they like the podcast, just giving us praise and stuff like that. And I spoke to them, giving us advice and giving advice. So yeah, it's really good, man. Like, really happy about the way that the podcast is progressing as well. And um, yeah, hopefully it keeps growing and we can keep giving value, man. That's just so important for us. Thanks to, for everyone that's listening as usual. Yeah, it's so shocking. We appreciate you, man. Like, like rah, like, you know, the podcast I listened to in a day and I, I binged it in one day. I was like, rah, like, yeah, you guys should do. Yeah, so thanks. Thanks, guys. Cheers, but yeah, Kenny over there, what are you saying? How you been? I'm doing good, man. You're making a trip to London. Yeah, man. How's your, how's your drive down? Yeah, it was smooth, you know. Yeah. yeah. You always have to catch it when there's no rush hour, you know. Fair enough. I was sick of hearing that. I drove from London today. I always have to mention it, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, just my so what are we doing now we're diving in how you been sorry 
Let's go there. How you been? Don't worry about me. Um, you know, how's things going with you, man? Things are fire, man. Things are fire. Pushing. Um, yeah, man. Um, yesterday actually. Linking up with a couple of Donnies from the HS2 project. Oh, yeah. Yes. How was that? Came to do a little interview thing. This guy's already blown up, you know? Come on. Nah, so, there yet, man. But basically, what, what it was is because, as you know, Boris Johnson and them and they're trying to shut down the HS2 project. Or, yeah. Or just talking, pretending yeah. like they're going to shut it down. What's happening with that? What do you say? Basically, they're saying that it needs to be reviewed, didn't it? They're yeah. Saying, yeah. Made, but the thing is, they spent so much money on it already. It's crazy. Billions already. That? And then they're saying because it's, they spent so much money and it's costing the country so much money, um, they might need to reduce certain things in it. But to be honest, I don't think they're going to stop it. I think it's just a case of they might maybe minimize, just trim it, trim it a little bit, um, or flip it and maybe start the um, Birmingham to um, the North phase rather than starting the London to Birmingham phase mm-hmm. first, kind of thing, and just flip it around because I guess they need it more. But, up north, 100%. um, so wow. yeah, so I Shocking. don't know, they might, they might, yeah, um, they might do that, but yeah, so there's a review at the moment. So the people that came down was more we came across them anyway, um, because just by what we're trying to do in the area, or whatever, and then they now want to kind of find a way to kind of pitch to their bosses or what, what not to say, look, the HST project is helping other businesses, it's helping people grow because obviously, like I always talk about. HS2 contractors that come in the area, they want someone yeah. to stay and then we're trying to fill the room. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? So they kind of want the story of it having a positive impact on it. So yeah, yeah. just came to talk to us about that and blah, 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 blah. blah. So okay. um, watch the space and then we'll see how that. How that is there anything coming out? It's not coming out to the public, but I'll have, a, I'll have a video. I'll have a video. But they'll send a video, isn't it? So, okay, so we, we get access yeah. to that now. We'll see that. Like, post that, actually. Yeah, it's not about get camera shabbing, man. Like, you're, not, you're not shy, so why are you getting it? That's the top one. Shy. Shy. Big man. Friendly giant. Leave me alone, Jerry. Anyways, people, friends. Right, let's jump into the QA. Let's go. Um, I'll read it out and then obviously we can just discuss it. Right, um, okay. The first question I've got here is <laughs> I've got, I'm a student. Mm. I've had enough at university. <laughs> <laughs> How do I become financially free now? Now, no, wow, just like that. They've had enough at university, okay. So, clearly, they went to a lecture, and the lecturer pissed them off. Oh, and is he not feeling is it a thing of like he's just not feeling the high idea of being a nice job or, or just studying? Or yeah, like, I just got a question in front of me, I don't know, but I guess we can look at both ways. So, okay, it's either like you said, he doesn't want to see a future, he? or is it? Yeah, is it he? Yeah, he doesn't see a future in like in, in like doing the traditional way, basically. Yeah, nine to five, yeah. doesn't really want that. Well, maybe wants to come out of uni and just mm. bang, or maybe the case of, do you know what? I've had enough of this uni experience. Mm. How can I bust now? Like, I just want to leave. In funny enough, I was speaking to um, a guy. I just said now that one of the listeners from the you know the webinar we were sourcing, he was from Portsmouth, but actually he's from London, but he went to university in Portsmouth. Okay. Um, so he's a university student. He was mentioning obviously he was coming onto the course to be sourcing and stuff. And I was like, this is a great avenue for you mm. because if you become like the, the main go-to person for deals in in Portsmouth mm. um, for like rent-to-rent deals and you know any sorts of deals in those mm. sorts of areas, um, then you can start building like a bit of you know reputation and people mm. start going to. You can probably start making a lot of, a lot of money from this stuff. So that's potentially an avenue. So what you're saying is, while at uni, rather than Wiling out and just running away from uni right now, you're saying you can still do your uni thing and at the same time 
you can start doing sourcing on the side. Yeah. I wish I was thinking this way in uni, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was, because straight after uni, if I was thinking this way, you know what I mean? Yeah. You would have gone, yeah, you I gone you. far. I hear you, but I guess, obviously, he's saying, like, you know, let me, like, what can I do now, basically? So yeah. what advice are we giving him that you can do now? Yeah, so we're saying, we're saying sourcing, number one. Mm-hmm. Start sourcing, start getting educated about particular strategies, start looking around for deals. We say it all the time, but sourcing is such a great way to get involved in property because it doesn't take a lot of money to get started. Absolutely. Um, and all it is does really take is, is, is putting in the time and effort to get educated and then just being available and being flexible enough to mm-hmm. go to viewings, to do deals, to package deals, and to... To meet investors and stuff like that. I was going to say that as well. I mean, obviously, with being like, you know, whatever, I think whatever city you are, you need to try and find property meetings and you need to be around knowledgeable property people yeah. and just, especially, people tend to like young people, you know. They love and it. They love it. Like that. Yeah, because they have the energy. Yeah. they got the energy to do all these views. they got the drive. they got the hunger. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And emphasis on what uh, Akin said about sourcing in terms of like, you don't need much to start off with because... Straight out, you know, straight out of uni, you're not gonna have money like that. Yeah. You know? So this is actually perfect for some people. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think on top of that as well, man, just building your knowledge. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why get angry? Build your knowledge. Why are you getting angry about you? <laughs> just build your knowledge and from pour that energy into, into building your knowledge. Study money. Study business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not even just property. Study. Yeah. That's yeah. The point. Study. Study business. Study. Yeah. Study wealth just to get a better understanding of how, how all this stuff works, mm. and then you'd be in good stead to sort of um, to dive for in. real. And I guess you know it sounds really drastic, but I guess if you still feel like you know what, no, I'm not trying to do both at the same time. Mm. I, I've had enough. I want to leave now. I don't want to do nine to five. Then quit. Yeah, then quit. Like, probably strategy is to quit, but quit if you know if you're yeah, you know, yeah. that serious, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? And just do what we just said, which is study business. Study property, study get the knowledge, yeah, be around strategies. people, yeah. study strategies and take action because, yeah. like I said, man, I've, I've come to realise, if I know what I know now about life and uni and stuff, like, yeah. uni ain't nothing. Literally, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I learned at uni that I'm not using now. Like, I feel like the um, the educational system is, is just outdated. Outdated. It's outdated. It's outdated. Yeah. Mm. Like, I come out of uni, I had zero business brain. Yeah. I, probably, I could probably say that I had zero minimal. Because mm. I did pharmacy, so... Yeah. I was just in the box, science, 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 yeah, science. Yeah. So it's a case of I come out now, you just kind of have to learn the business world yourself. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like if you're, if you're in a place whereby you know that I'm hating this course, I'm not going to use it. Mm. I, mean, I want to just make money on my business. I want to make money kind of on businesses and stuff like that. I want to go into property. Then, okay, cool. Step aside and put in the time. It's going to be harder. Like you need you need to be dedicated. That like sleepless mm. nights or, you know, researching mm. probably and taking action and being around people. But, Obviously, that's what you've got to do. That's what you've got to do in it. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Um, yeah, but quick question, man. It's random. Yeah. I mean, it's not really random. But basically, if you could go back to uni, what would you study then? Because you said you did pharmacy. Yeah, I'd probably study business, you know. I that think that's, that's a lie, bro. I know people say this, but I think me. Actually, do you know what? You, you could because you said I'm wrong. But the reason I said that, reason I'm saying that is I just feel like there's a lot of, I see business people a bit differently because they think differently from... Do you know what I'm saying? That, that it's, there's no point, or not necessarily a lie, but yeah. more than anything, because I, I studied business and IT, and mm. you can never learn business from school mm. because the business they're teaching you, you can't really teach... So they tell you even that, then you... It's, no, because at the end of the day, think about this, the lecturer that's teaching you business, mm-hmm. that you're in the business. 
I don't know. Exactly. Oh, do you? I, I, no, oh. most of them don't. That's what I'm trying to say. They, they study it from. They study it from. They study it from a book. They learn the curriculum and they teach you. So the theory. But I feel like because knowing myself, yeah. if I learn the theory, I'll take action. No, but there's no there's what theory. <laughs> the theory, the way you should, how you should be learning about property is from someone that's in property. Oh. That's only learn about business is from that someone that's in business. So mm. I did business in IT. So you're telling me it didn't really help your... No, it didn't tell me anything. Everything that I learned from business was from me practically starting businesses and failing. Yeah, but do you think it kind of helped your I in business, interest in business? Or not, at all, like no, not at all, bro. I mean, for example, in 2019, mm. one of the biggest things that people do is stuff like e-commerce, you know, things like um, you know, digital marketing or, 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 or for even property. You know how it's moving every day. It's every day different things are moving. Mm. If you need to stay on, on the pulse of what's going on and what's happening and speaking to, to people that are in the game rather than a lecturer who just memorizes a book and then yeah. teaches out of the book, he doesn't he doesn't know what he's talking, you know, necessarily talking about. It's outdated. So okay. then just to flip it to you then, what would you have done? What would I have done? Yeah. If I was brave, mm. if I was brave, brave, I wouldn't have gone to uni. Is it? <laughs> I wouldn't have gone to uni. I would have taken oh, I would have man. taken out I would have Started my education in business and in property and everything from mm, when I was yeah. 18 and I left school. Mm. But I feel like that school and everything like that gave me the security to be like, okay, cool. Mm. But mm. I realistically, when I got to third year, I was only really like, I knew I didn't want to do this stuff. Mm. But I had to fight, fight it. Fight it, because yeah. mommy and daddy said. No, even that, just leave mm. myself. I don't stop stuff like that. I don't finish it. So I need yeah. to start. I started, let me finish it. But at the same time, I was thinking, I was starting start my business at the, that time, you know, start trying my failing and, you know, mm-hmm. and I was failing as lot, but I was learning huge lessons that are helping me now. But you know what You know there's masters in entrepreneurship? And I used to look at that and think, oh, I used to think that, but don't even think like that, because I used to think that. And But the thing is, they're kind of, because day to day, they're starting businesses, they're coming up with business ideas, they're okay. building business ideas, and, like and they get to pitch in front of investors or investors and lecturers. If your business bank, you get to pick in front of I know I know a story. The reason I'm saying this, I know a story, yeah. Mm-hmm. A girl, um, she pitched in front of um a lecturers. Mm-hmm. Um there's a group work or whatever, mm-hmm. pitched the business idea in front of a lecturers. The business idea was so sick, they got other investors to come. Yeah. Obviously invest, other investors came, she pitched it, um they were like, Yeah, we like it, we want to invest. And she even had to take a step back and say, Hang on, if you want to invest care, the mm-hmm. business in a bank, so maybe I should do it myself. Yeah, but that's like saying going uni just to get the opportunity to pitch to someone big. Yeah. It's true. No, I, I, know, I hear what you're saying, though. I, I hear what you're saying. But even, even with that, sometimes I have I have um, thoughts against it because mm. in my head, so the new way people are doing business recently now is they're teaching us how to raise money. It's like, as a, like a tech investor, because mm. I'm kind of like interested in tech sometimes, you know, you have like an idea, an app or whatever, and you go and find investment, which is a part of, you know, you know, business skill to be able to convince people to give you money and stuff like that. But you might not necessarily know how to um, operate that business and actually deliver on the, the funds that you're getting. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So you turn that 100K investment into, you know, 5 million that you was producing okay. to make. Whereas people are just kind of learning how to just raise money. So I don't know. For me, more than anything, what I'm saying, the point is that if you're going to do business, just do business, basically. Don't go and get stuck in. And educate yourself means reading books from people that have done it or meeting people that have done it or just doing it and learning from it and kind of being around people that are doing it rather than just... So it's accolades. It's like like learning French. I'd rather just go to France Mm. and and live in France. 
and learn French. Well, then go and study French. You wouldn't go and do a lingo. Pay nine k, pay nine k to learn French in some university. I can pay. How much to go to Paris now? Stay there for a bit. I'll get mm-hmm. a job part time. I'll live there. Okay. Yeah, so it's just kind of the, the opposite. It's just the two. Some people agree, some people disagree. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Fair enough, fair What's enough. What's the expression, bro? Yeah, man, we ran into that. I know. Oh, it is. Yeah, so that was good. Nobody cried. So, uh, no one's going to ask me what I would have studied. No. Oh, sorry. Oh, what would you study? It's fine. You, you just carry on the room. What are you saying? What would you study? Okay, I would. Okay, two things. Easiest option is finance. Uh. Obviously, if I'm doing a job out there, yeah, then. I'm just going to go for the money. Mm. And I think finance, that's probably the most money. But something separate from that, I would be a surveyor. So I don't know what you would study to be that. Like surveying mm. or... Quantity surveying. Yeah, you because if like those guys are so important, crucial. they're so mm. crucial. And they charge what, like £500 for what, half an hour work yeah. if you're like a freelancer. So imagine doing a whole day of that and then just kicking back for the rest of the week. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So definitely them, man. Because they are clued up. They know how much a house is worth. They know why it's worth mm. that. They know how to study all the pipe work, all the everything mm. to do with the pricing of a house. They know it inside mm. out. So that would be so, you know, such a healthy tool to have yeah, when you're looking at properties and stuff like that. So maybe we should have asked you then. Yeah, maybe like, you should have. So maybe. Anyways, next question. Um, right, so... How do you build up your network of investors to sell deals to? Okay. You want to take that one? Can you say that again? How do you build up your network of investors to sell deals to? I'm assuming this person probably gets a lot of rent-to-rent deals or sources. Actually, she's a sourcer, I think. I don't know. But um, she's basically saying, how can she build up her um, network of investors? I know the first time I started, how I got a few investors to take on deals out was... um, I think I mentioned in the last episode, but going to property events mm. um, and either paying to be on stage or speaking to the person that's in charge of the event saying, like, can I get some time to mm. speak on stage or speak about what I do? Mm. And what I'll do is go on stage for like literally five minutes and just say, my name's Akin. I have um, right. to rent deals in Birmingham. Right. Um, in and around city center, this is what the kind of returns are. If anyone's interested in speaking to you about these deals, I'll be at the back mm. if anyone wants to speak to me. Then I'll get. And then flux of people come to speak to me after the event, like good like 10, 20 people come oh, to me. Like, oh god, like, I want I want an event, I want I want to deal whatever kind of yeah, just take emails, take numbers, whatever I need to okay. feedback. Yeah, so when deals come, you just send, send it straight yeah, to all yeah. of them. Start building that mailing list straight away, yeah. That's good. What are you what would you say? That's good. Um I'll probably say again, look around you. Look okay. around you. Anyway, don't don't bypass like the people around you. That's a good shot. Um, because I guess obviously everyone's saying yeah, investors, investors, but you never know. Speak to friends, family, um, people your age. Do you know what I mean? To kind of see, or go on and see if they they have anything for you. I would have said like social media because like sometimes we just drop a tweet just to let people know. Listen, sometimes we're almost hesitant to even drop a tweet because we know that the response is going to be great. You know, and then it's harder to choose who we're going to mm. go for. Mm. So we just have to sort of filter out who's serious and who's unserious. Mm. And then, yeah, but definitely social social media. Once you have that that platform, to basically put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. just put yourself out. Show people what you're doing. Yeah, like don't be afraid, whether it's in real life or online, to just say, "Here, this is what I'm doing, and this is what kind of deals I have." And then, yeah, I'm sure you'll have people hiring for deals. Love that. Um, 
my next questions. I need glasses, bro. Um, oh yeah, we've had this one before, but again, people are asking, so good to kind of go and go and talk about this one. How do you get started? How did you get started? So again, um, we've done an episode of this actually, oh, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Kenny, how did you get started? All right, well, so we don't forget you this time. Okay, I always forget her name, the author of the book. Tower Orishayomi. 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 Yes. So, <laughs> rent to rent. <laughs> so, um, okay. There was a conversation I was having with Goke. He was telling me what rent to rent is. And I said, wait, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Why aren't people doing this? Mm. So then he spoke about the book. Automatically, straight away, immediately, I went on Amazon, ordered it. It came next day, Amazon Prime. So I read it and I just thought, wow, like this is a no-brainer. Why aren't people doing this? And then from there, um, made the company like we so me and Goku were speaking and we were like, all right, you know, if we're really serious about this, let's make the company right now. So we went on Company House, we went on Google first of all, how to make company. We didn't know anything. So went on Company House, did it, and then we started making phone calls that week. Um, got a lot of no's. Got a lot of no's, but then finally we got a yes and went to a few viewings and then we picked one and then we started our first rent-to-rent deal. Um, which area was it? Was it Wolverhampton. Yeah, it was Wolverhampton. It was a uh, very um, grotty area. Yeah, it was a very grotty area. In hindsight, we've actually let that one go now, but in hindsight, um, probably not the best place to yeah. pick because like, it taught us a big lesson. Yeah. taught us, you know... That don't, area counts. Don't, don't overlook the street. Don't overlook the, the surrounding area. counts. Like we had people that would like Books arrange them. viewings and message us and say, "Hey, sorry, don't I, bother. Don't I bother just saw the me. area. <laughs> I just saw the area, and I'm not really liking it. Sorry about that." Yeah. So um, yeah, that's how we got started. Then it was just after that. Once we knew that we had confidence, once we got the confidence to do one, we just kept going, and we got another one, another one, another one, and just so on. And the rest was history. So. That's how we started. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess Axe, how did you get started? Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, I've mentioned that as well for the podcast, but yeah, it was just a thing of uh, me literally um, just um, going to a property event, uh, and then yeah, just see, just hearing about. I remember before I was like, oh, just saying I want to get a property before I hit a certain age and stuff like that. Um, basically, by the end of that year, I was like, I want to get a property. I don't know how I was going to do it. And then going to a property event, realizing, yeah, coming across the rent to rent strategy, saying, oh, right, this is again like a no brainer, like Kenny said. And then just to think of, okay, cool, like, how does this work? Read a book, Jackie Edwards. Um, uh, her book just was like a manual for me. Mm. Um, I came up to Wolverhampton and Birmingham to find deals, came across one, fell through, came back up again a couple weeks later, found a good one, um, and then just set up the company, took it on. Uh, with my partner, and then yeah, that's how I got started. And then from there, um, we just segued into me getting another deal, and then me, um, um, service accommodation next one. Um, and then after that, I just was I got really got into sourcing, which was like be passion, something I'm really passionate about, about finding good property investments for people in my community, in my in my um, people close to me, and stuff like that. So from mm. there, I kind of just started doing more and more of those deals, and that kind of led to me now 
And obviously, yeah, now it's just trying to, at the same time, build my portfolio and yeah, working on this platform. So, yeah, that's how I got started. What about you, bro? I already know, but you know, tell me again. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, with me, obviously, finishing uni now, pharmacist, um, and it was just a case of uh, what, what do I do now? I don't really, I think it was my first week doing pharmacy, and I was like, right, like, it can't be me for the rest of my life, man. And to, and to, and to, and to do yeah, certain notes, man. This is my college bigger. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, I need to do something different. And obviously, property is just one of those things that everyone talks about. Everyone around me was talking about it. I was talking about it. I wanted to do it, but it was just a case of how do I get started. Anyways, read um, Think About Rich. No, I didn't. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich, I thought that, that was the first one I read. Um, obviously, started talking about the right race, which was what I was in, I guess. Yeah. I was working at the fan. And was talking about, obviously, assets, acquiring assets, and then using assets to finance your, um, your liabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so started, we read that and, again, it was just a case of started looking on... I don't know. Literally. Started looking around me as a plot. Um, saw property, spoke to people. Um, people around me were like, look, I got started at the age of 21. People say stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, right, like, okay, cool. So, anyways, um, started looking. Eventually, I found a property that I liked dropped some money for it, um, and then got it, and then it was, it was a single it. So, and then eventually got tenants pretty quickly, actually. Um, property I bought it for 77,000, um, only needed seven, 10%, so 7,700 um, to invest in it. And then obviously eventually started renting it out. Um, yeah, and then after that, it was a case of when again, um, focus on cash flow and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. Literally, when again, um, it was like a four-bed HMO. Yeah. After that, it was like a case of, okay, I can't wait another year yeah. to go again. It's a case of, needs some sort of cash flow. That's when me and Kenny teamed up, started in the rent-to-rent thing, kind of built on that. I was building on that right now, and then obviously just doing JVs and stuff like that, really. And um, yeah, man, and just in, in the future, we're just looking at doing, you know, different things now, you know, looking at flips, looking at continuing JVs and stuff. Sourcing. Um, sourcing. Um, yeah, man, just trying to gain experience in property, just increase our experience in yeah. property and, and knowledge. And yeah. yeah, that's it, really. Love that. After that, we got started. Um, What's the next question, bro? Next question. Uh, okay, I want to invest in property, but I've heard lots of bad things about property um, and I've watched loads of TV shows as well with negative stigma on property. Yeah, yeah. Any advice? Well, maybe it's not for you. Right. You know? <laughs> it's a bit hard, isn't it? Nah, maybe it's not you say for that? you. No, because obviously everything's a risk. Mm-hmm. Everything's a risk. And you hear this all the time, everything's a risk. But you have to be willing to, you have to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Risk averse. Risk averse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything's going to be a risk. Nothing's going to be foolproof. You're going to have to have some element of risk, but... I know you sound like you don't want that, but yeah. it's never going to be the case. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with that. I mean, not maybe, they, maybe, it's maybe it's just, harsh, bro. It's a bit harsh, but I think oh, it's good to to come into it's property. <laughs> it's good to come into property with an open mind and just knowing that you know things are not guaranteed to be perfect. Mm. I mean, it's good. To, I think it's a good thing to have that mindset because I know I know in the game I was just very very positive. Mm. You know, and I learned from you and, mm. and other people in the mm. game that, yeah, yeah, it's good to be positive. It's always good to have a positive mindset, but balance that out with realistic, <laughs> realistic. Because if every day you think, okay, 
perfect. If it slaps perfect. you in the face, you collapse. Yeah, you just yeah. keep falling down. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it just make you disheartened. Yeah, you just give up. Yeah, so you have to have you have to balance that out. With, okay, today this week started. You know, I'm hoping that I can get my house tenanted. Worst case, I won't. And I got my job to make sure that I can cover some things. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, bro. we've all been there. So, um, look, at the end of the day, it's. It, you know, properties are risky <laughs> and stuff like that. But guess what? You can you can minimize your risk when you've got more knowledge. That is the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, I know yeah. we keep saying it, it sounds boring, it sounds just like we're just rambling But yeah. if you fully get educated yeah. about something, yeah, I guarantee you will save yourself a lot of heartache and, 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 and mistakes and, and, and um, um heart basically heartache you know, by, yeah. by you by you being able to edu- being educated, it's gonna cover your back a lot. So and also yeah. like just going off of that as well, getting that knowledge is so key. It's so key, but also just some like advice, cause we were, cause you know, me and Goku were shook as well. But mm. there were two of us, so we sort of took on our first deal, and we said, you know, worst case scenario, if we can't do this, like we can just split this, mm. and then we can take money from ourselves. But yeah, it's if, not that much of yeah, a hit. If we're not making no money, or yeah. Whatever. So if we've got no tenants, worst case scenario, if we've got no tenants in this place, mm. and we still got to pay the landlord, mm. we can just split it. Yeah. So we sort of minimized that risk for. For team team, up. Yeah, by sort of teaming up. So if it's a thing where you gain your knowledge, you're still not confident, maybe just, you know, get someone, team up, and then the risk is half. Mm. So that's an option as well. Yeah, what I mean, say, bro? just to finish off on that, man, I think, you know where I'm going with this, yeah? Mm. The media. Yeah? Because yeah. you're not saying you're listening to a lot of... <laughs> you're, you're watching a lot of um, TV shows and blah, blah, but at the end of the day, yeah, when they show negative stuff and tenants being bad to landlords and landlords doing this... And, that's entertainment. Because mm. if it's all perfect and rosy, that's not entertaining. Everyone, everyone will going to get it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, obviously, they have to show this, um, oh my God, yeah, it's bad, but it's entertaining because people watch shows that slum landlords and, oh my God, how can they do that? How can, oh, they, do how that? can they do really? that? Oh, these landlords are so greedy. Mm. Oh, oh, these tenants are awful. I will never Naughty. do property. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, obviously, the media's going to show you what they want to show you, what's entertaining for the, for the general public. That's their job. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't take too much notice of what you're watching because, yes, there are experiences like that, but it's not every experience that there's some there's positives and property. Do you know what I mean? There's negatives as well, but don't think your story will be like that. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just a case of taking a deep breath and saying, do you know what? Let me just jump. You know, how many, how many times do you actually hear in the media, oh, successful landlord earns X amount in a year? Or Bro, successful yeah, landlord yeah. has fully tenanted Bro. HMO. No, you only hear the bad stories. Oh, yeah. broke landlord does X, Y, and Z yeah. to tenants. Now faces court, blah, blah, blah. You just hear the what worst story, but you never heard, like, the normal. All right, guys, we're just going to take a quick break now. So stay tuned for the next part. Okay. Right now, we feel like. Right now, we feel like. Chill, my friends, smoke a lot weed to the brain. Right now, me feel like sip on juice, like I ain't got nothing to do. Right now, me feel like to bust on moves, feel like the man in the room. Right now, me feel like sip on juice and feel some fast, we just fly away. I'm flying away, flying away, I'm flying, I'm flying away, I'm flying away, I'm flying away. I'm flying, I'm flying away, I'm flying away, I'm flying away. I'm flying, I'm flying away, I'm flying away, I'm flying away, I'm flying, I'm flying away. What you want Welcome me to do? back to the podcast. Um, yeah, so continue, in continuing with the questions, um, we've got about three more questions. Yeah. Um, right, so the next one is 
Right. So you spoke about taking money out of your parents' property. Um, how do you suggest I do this? Um, yeah, so I guess the first thing I'll probably say to that is um, you need to speak to a broker. Um, London country, obviously, normally um, generic broker or whatever, but okay. I'd probably advise you to probably go with a pay broker because um, they can open you to, I guess, quite a lot of people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have any sort of reason to kind of go with one specific you know, lender or whatnot. But anyways, on top of that, anyway, so I guess your question that you're asking is, look, um, my parents' property, maybe when you bought it, it was probably like 120 when you bought it maybe 10 years ago. Um, it's gone up to, say, 240 or what, what, whatever. Um, the basic thing to do is to remortgage the property, um, get your parents to remortgage the property. So um, they're taking on more debts almost. Um, sounds negative, but there's a reason for this. Taking on more debts, so they're borrowing more. But in doing so, they're able to release some equity, um, so release some money to kind of give to you to kind of start your property journey investment. Now, the reason this makes sense is, for example, let's say you're able to, you know, take out 80K or 60K or 50K or whatever, you're then invested in property and then you're renting out a house and you're making, I don't know, £800 profit, for instance, or £500 profit, yeah. Now, if because your parents have taken out um, more debts, their mortgage payments are going to increase so their mortgage payments might increase by £200, for instance. Yeah. Now, you're not putting a burden on them because you're not making them pay that because they're still probably going to be paying the same amount they were paying before. Um, but you're, what you're saying to them is, okay, the rent I'm, at the rent I'm getting, I'm going to use 300 out of this or 200 out of this to pay to kind of cover what I'm basically borrowing. Um, against the house. Yeah. Against the house kind yeah. of thing. So then you just, you're giving them the money to top up the mortgage payment and you're making a bit of money. And on top of that, you've got a property to show for it that's going up in value. So, again, okay. obviously, if you need more nitty-gritty um, how to do do this, then obviously DM us and one of us will probably give you a call or just let you know yeah. what you could do. Um, yeah, so next question, how do you purchase a house with a mortgage when most lenders require one-year landlord experience? X. Yeah, I mean, I know, I see again, similarly, it would be the idea of you're probably speaking to like a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will probably walk into like, I don't know, a bank like Santander, Santander and then they'll walk in and say, oh, I'm trying to get a mortgage for like, say, to let, yeah. like a bank to let, um, maybe like an HMO or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they could just be like, no, you know, based on all your experience and you know all your background, we can't give you that. Yeah, no, they don't even own a house. Exactly, they don't own a house. So even though you don't need to, but yeah, they might say that. Exactly, exactly. So the best person to approach probably a mortgage broker that can probably go out there and find the, the best um so sort of, spoke deal spoke for you, deal you that can actually suit you and for for your situation and stuff yeah. like that. Um and yeah, you can guess a lot of landlords, a lot of lenders don't need you to have one year. Um, yeah, yeah, there's loads of them out there that, that won't require you to have one year um, experience as a landlord. So there will be deals out there for you, but you need to like more brokers are everything. You can find a good one, then you're you're in good stead. And mm. if it was case, you, um, the, you know, he comes back to you and says he or she comes back to you and says the more broker because says because your credit because yeah of this, because, because of this and because of that you can't get a deal then you can't get a a mortgage for that particular property yeah then. Worst case, you just have to be patient, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to humble yourself and maybe just buy, do it like a buy to let, single let. Yeah, single let. Exactly. Wait about a year, get that experience with the landlord. Exactly. Um, you've got your year. 
And then obviously after that, you can go for HMOs and deals, and deals like that. Kind of sometimes it's patient, but sometimes it's not all about that. I want to deal now, I'm going to go for it. Sometimes ah, you have to just be patient. For real, man. Um, build up your experience and then you can get more of down the line. For real, we hear you. Um, final question. Um, are you guys having an event? Are we having an event? <laughs> man. Are we having an event? I know we did speak about it. We have been guy. talking about massive logistics. So. <laughs> I mean, we, we get a lot of feedback about this, actually. People saying that, yeah, they want to to do a couple of events about around particular subjects and strategies and stuff like that. All in good time. Uh, yeah, all in good time. I mean, specifically right now, we have no dates for any for any events, but you know, we do feel like we'll have at least. I know we said we'll get at least one this year, one out of the way this year, um, and then from this event we do this year, we'll sort of plan out the whole of next year and have like a schedule and a calendar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not exactly what kind of times and dates we'll be doing. So don't worry, it's coming soon, soon man. It won't, <laughs> and guess what? It, it won't be like any kind of property event you've gone to before. It's going to be different, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be an experience, as I would say, yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else got anything to add? You know? We've got a lot of more questions coming up, though, but obviously, for that, let's not cover it. Um, we can't cover it all in one episode. Um, be waiting for a part two. Okay, part two coming up soon. All right. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Catch you the next one. Same bye. Time. Peace. Peace. Yo, people, it's your boy Axe. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Follow us on Twitter, Property Strap, or on Instagram, Property underscore Strategies. Uh, we thank you again for listening, and we look forward to sharing more of our property journey with you guys. From me, Gox, and Kenny, stay blessed, stay invested.